frente. Hey, hey, it's Coach Dr. Kim. I started this journey after having a stroke at the age of 36 years old. Since that time, I have moved forward with helping people live their best life, and I haven't turned back. This show is about learning to be present, open, and intentional in every area of your life. Keep listening to hear what I've been thinking, and be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Last week on the show, we talked about self-reflection and starting with why and all those wonderful things that take us deeper into ourselves. And I must be on a roll with this. It must be the thing that is just circling in my mind nonstop. And so with that, this week, I want to continue that line of thought and talk about intent versus impact. And so... What do I mean by that? When I was a little girl, I got the chicken pox in middle school. And if you know anything about middle school or junior high, whatever you call it, where you're from, it can be brutal. You know, you're in the awkward phase. I had these weird glasses and my hair didn't always look the way I wanted it to look. And I just didn't feel comfortable in my body. And then to get chicken pox on top of it. I had these hideous bumps on my face and I just did not feel beautiful on the outside. And my uncle looks at me and he goes, you used to be such a pretty little girl. And my heart broke. Now, in his defense, he was making a joke. That was his intent. The impact, however, was I was devastated. I was like, whoa. I am just as ugly as I feel. And I know that's not what he meant to do to me, but in that moment, it totally destroyed me. I just wanted to crawl up into a corner and put a paper bag over my face and never come out until those chicken pox went away, including the scars, which some of them I still have to this very day because they can leave marks just like the things that people say and do to us. Some of those scars, one, don't go away, or two, and two, they don't fully heal. And so impact versus intent. You can intend to do one thing, and then the impact of what you actually do can last for a very long time. And so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about self-reflecting and being mindful of what you actually do and how that impacts the receiver and yourself, especially when it comes to how we walk through life and how we lead in the spaces and places that we go and that we work. And so in keeping with the theme of self-reflection, just take a moment and pause and answer the question, what kind of leader are you? And what does leadership actually mean to you? Be right back after this quick break. I know for some leadership is synonymous with title. For me, it's not at all. Leadership is the way that you move about on the earth. The way that you carry yourself, your disposition, the way that you interact with people, your level of confidence, the questions you ask, 
the way you think about problems, the way you solve things, the way you follow others. Honestly, I am not always the best at following because I am known to pick apart, judge, criticize, analyze. All can be very positive aspects of myself. However, they can sway to being cons because if I don't quite understand why we're going in that direction, it can be hard to get me to follow. Yet if I get the opportunity to clarify and the leader welcomes that that dialogue, then I can get on board most times if it makes sense. And then we can have a wonderful collaboration. And so ask yourself, are you that type of leader? Are you the type of leader that can have interactions that get people to move forward? Are you having that kind of impact? Or is that the impact that you intend to have? Or are you transactional? You know, you're saying, do this, not that, and that's just the way it is. I mean, that's not inherently bad. There is not necessarily a, quote, bad leadership style. I don't guess. There probably is. I mean, I could think of some, but I'm not going to answer that for you. Are you a situational leader? I mean, depends on the situation. If it's this way, I'll do this. If it's that way, I do that. A lot of us can flex our styles. I took a leadership quiz or um, assessment, and I can definitely flex my style depending on the situation. However, I sit more dominantly in one square than the other, and that does not jive with the way I am when I'm home or with friends and family. Do you know your leadership style? If the answer is no, I encourage you to continue to reflect and think about that. Do you know which one you default to? Do you know which one you lean on when you're stressed, when you're feeling energized, when you don't know which way to go, when you're worried about something? These are the questions to ask yourself. And is your intent being received by the people that you are leading? I want to use a case example of a leader named Charlene. Charlene is the manager of a small team. She loves her work. And when she comes into the office, she gets her job done and she does it well. However, when that darn employee satisfaction survey comes around every time, her scores are always low and she just cannot understand why. But Charlene, deep down, wants to know what is the problem? Other people around her seem to have better working relationships. There may be something wrong with the survey. True. Yet she knows that her relationships could be better. And so she decides that she wants to do some research on leadership styles. And she finds out that she is definitely a transactional leader. When people come to her, she fixes the problem and they keep coming back and she fixes it again. So 
she decides that she's going to have some meetings with her direct reports and have a two-way dialogue about what would they expect from her as a leader, and then she could share what she expects from them. And she learns a lot. She learns that they were not coming to her for advice. They were coming to her for coaching and not to be the fixer. They were coming to her for empowerment. And it's a very fine line between the two. But Charlene realized she didn't have the skills to be the coach. She's a fixer. And although her intent was to help her team, she was actually disempowering them. And she didn't even realize it. And so it could be very subtle. Your intent versus your impact. You may not even know that you aren't giving what people want from you. But if you pause and self-reflect, if you seek out information, if you seek out opportunities to grow and learn, you may find that it is something that you can self-correct and or seek out an opportunity to evolve to that next level that you seek. And so this has been another installment of I've Been Thinking Kim's Coaching. And who knows, we may stay on this self-reflection journey for another week the next time you tune in. It depends on where this brain of mine goes between now and our next episode. And that's what I've been thinking. To schedule a session with Kim, visit www.kimrages.com where you can learn more about her. You can also book a free life coaching consultation. Find the link to her book, Meeting Just Fine, A Life-Changing Encounter, available on Amazon.com. View her TED-style talk and download useful resources. Tune in next week for more I've Been Thinking, Cam's Coaching.